You're listening to the Trailblazers podcast, episode five with Lakeisha Cole. I wish I would not have been so fearful to just jump and just do it. You know, even if I got it wrong, even if it was a mistake, even if it didn't pan out the way I wanted it to, at least I tried it. At least I did it. You're listening to the Trailblazers podcast, where we will explore the stories of successful Black professionals. Join us as we highlight the knowledge, resources, and tools of these accomplished trailblazers to help provide the know-how, confidence, and motivation you need to blaze your trail. And now, here's your host, Stephen Hart. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Trailblazers podcast. I'm thrilled about today's guest. Her name is Lakeisha Cole. She's a businesswoman, mother and Marine Corps spouse and was actually selected as the 2014 Military Spouse of the Year for her entrepreneurial prowess, volunteer efforts and her support of the military community. She really does represent the millions of past and present military spouses who continue to thrive in a wartime environment and dedicate their lives and families to service and giving back. I really enjoyed my talk with Lakeisha, given her very unique story. She's the CEO and owner of She Swank 2, which is a curated online children's boutique for girls. And this dream to reality of owning a boutique started as an idea six years ago. And today her brand has traveled to customers in all 50 states and four countries. And as we'll cover in just a few minutes. It led to the opening of her first successful pop-up shop in Okinawa, Japan, where she and her family are currently stationed. I also wanted to mention that she was selected into the Military Entrepreneur Program by Inc. Magazine and also featured on the Today Show with Kathleen and Hoda. She's published in Military Spouse Magazine and also featured uh, by Ebony as the coolest black family in America number 59. So in today's episode, you'll hear Lakeisha and I talk about the action she took as a new entrepreneur to bring her idea to reality. She discusses why she started her online business, how she was able to move her business from California to Virginia to Japan. Then we got into all the difficulties and challenges of moving her business overseas. And we covered how social media helped her business and what she did after losing nearly 90% of her customer base and having to hit the reset button. I'm so excited for you guys to all get into today's episode. So without further delay, let's go. Lakeisha, thank you for being our guest today and welcome to the Trailblazer Show. Hi, Stephen. Thanks for having me. So for everyone listening to this episode, at the time of this recording, Lakeisha is now probably days away from having baby number three. Is that correct? Yes, it feels like hours. So if you sent some discomfort <laughs> in my voice, that's probably why. <laughs> <laughs> I think you actually had a, a close call a couple of days ago, right? When we initially hoped I, to record this episode. I did. It was a false alarm, but we are expecting baby number three. Um within a couple of days. So we're ready to get this show on the road. That's right. Well, I'm happy we're able to make it happen before the baby arrives. And um, do you know what you're having, a boy or a girl? I do not. It's a surprise. We have two uh, already. So, of course, we have everyone in our family rooting for a boy. Um, but I'm just rooting for a, happy, a healthy baby. 
That's right. That's right. That's what we'll pray for. Yeah. So this is very exciting. But, you know, so before before baby Cole gets here, let's go ahead and, and get this session on the road. Okay. And, um, you know, I hope to have you share some goodness with our community today. Looking forward to it. Now, I've shared a little bit about you know, your your background, but I'd like to give you a minute or two right up front to tell our Trailblazers community a little bit more about you. So feel free to go ahead and fill in the gaps. Um, you kind of describe my life <laughs> in <six laughs> seconds. Um, I'm a military spouse. I'm a business owner, entrepreneur. Um, and this has been my passion for a very long time. As most military spouses, um, we live a very transient lifestyle. So we have to uproot our life, our business, our family, every two to three years and move to a different city, state, base, or in my case, country. So it makes trying to establish a secure and stable career path very difficult. So many of us turn to self-employment, entrepreneurship, some out of necessity, some out of passion, um, but it is very much an acceptable career path for a lot of military spouses. So my charge right. in life now is to encourage as many military spouses as possible to follow that path. That's fantastic. Question for you. I, I was curious, uh, looking at and listening to your your uh, interview with Kathy Lee and reading some of the articles about you. I was curious, prior to being married, uh, were you ever exposed to military life or entrepreneurship? I was exposed to both. Uh, my stepfather was in the Navy. Um, and No, I'm sorry. My stepfather was in the Marine Corps, actually. And we lived in Camp Lejeune, North Carolina, for 10 years or so. So I've always been around the military, and I have uncles and grandfathers who also served as well. So um, the military has always been a part of my life, more so when I got married and married into the military. Entrepreneurship. My father owns a carpet cleaning business, Wright's Right Hand Service in Pennsylvania, and my uncle had a stream of businesses as well. So I've always been exposed to entrepreneurship. That's fantastic. So let's go ahead and talk about your role as a business owner and the She Swank 2 brand. Now, I, I read... Uh, that you were sitting in your tiny on-base apartment in California. You're unemployed with a one-year-old. Your husband's deployed. And your family is like 2,000 miles away. And you dared to have an idea. I dared to have an idea. <laughs> it was my first time on the West Coast. It was my first time being away from my family and my friends, which was scary enough. Um, so here I am, sunny California. You, I tried to find a job because that's what I'm used. To. That's what I was used to. Um, and then I kept running into these walls where I was overqualified or I wasn't qualified enough. It just seemed to be more challenging to find a job in California than it was on the East Coast. So I right. said, well, maybe this is the perfect time for me to explore other options. I've always had a love for fashion. I've always had a love for business. And this was just the perfect time. I wasn't really doing much other than taking care of my daughter um, and taking a few classes um, here and there. So, you know, we all have these grand ideas, right? So to take us through what happened. What actions did, did you know, play themselves out from this initial idea to actually bringing She Swank into existence? Well, I have to say I had no retail knowledge whatsoever other than my very, very short time working for Rack Room Shoes, which I think I lasted about two weeks in that job. And... <laughs> um, 
my very short stay working for Victoria's Secret. So all of my retail experience was all of maybe three months working on the floor. So I had no experience on the business side of it. I didn't know how to buy wholesale. I didn't know the first place to start, any of that. Um, But what I did know is that I was very close to L.A. And I know the fashion culture that's there. Um, A lot of entrepreneurs come from that area, especially in the fashion retail world. So I hopped in my car. I drove up Interstate 5 to the L.A. Garment District. I didn't have any license. I didn't have a license, a permit to buy wholesale anything. I used it as a field trip. I walked around from shop to shop, um, looking at the different fashions, looking at the prices, asking questions. Um, And everyone was very receptive to me asking questions. And that's really how I got started. So once I went back home, I talked to my husband about it. He called while he was deployed. And I said, hey, I have this great idea. This is what I want to do. And, you know, like most husbands, okay, do it. Just let me know how I can help. And he's like all the way in Iraq somewhere, knowing that he can't help. But he was very supportive. Um, in me pursuing this idea. So I brought my sister in with me. Uh, We decided on the name. We decided we wanted to start online because we didn't really have a lot of money um, to do much, but we knew that we had enough to get started. Um, And we started from there. We bought in small quantities. We started our, our website with less than 10 items. We promoted it to our friends and family. And They loved it, and then they started sharing with their friends, and it just kind of grew organically from there. Wow, that's that's quite interesting. And, of course, the dynamic of having an online business with you being a military spouse that's moving every every so often, I'm sure that worked out in your favor in that regard. Yes. You didn't have a brick and mortar right up front to move. Yes. I mean... It's already hard to build a business that's in one location. And then, you know, you're, of course, trying to build and grow while moving. So were you in in California when you started a business? Did you move from California to Japan? No, I moved from California to Virginia. Wow. Yes. So we were in the DMV area. um, And that's really when I sort of gained my confidence in business and really thought, I can really do this. This could really be my career. I could really make a good living off of this um, and contribute to my family, contribute to my household. But where I learned everything was when we were in California. Wow. So let me ask, how, how did you handle that adversity of moving not only your family, but your business across country and then halfway across the world? It's not easy. (laughs) Having to PCS every two to three years is very challenging. For your non-military listeners, PCS stands for permanent change of station. So it's when we relocate to another city, state, or base. I'd like to be able to tell you that I had a viable plan, but I didn't when it came to us relocating overseas. I had I did some basic research on the military regulations on how to conduct business while living abroad, but I mm-hmm. didn't really fully grasp the magnitude of how those regulations were going to affect how I was able to conduct business. It completely right. changed my business models. The military has very heavy regulations um, when you not only just to live overseas, but then to add a business on top of that. It's very heavily regulated, not just by our military, but also by our host country as well. So did did that force you, I'm I'm sure that forced you into having to deal with different uh, vendors, maybe, right? Yes, because the vendors that I had 
establish a relationship with, some of them hadn't reached a point in their business to where they were able to distribute internationally. Um, so they wow. were only dealing with, they only had U.S. customers. Um, so it did require me to go back to the drawing board to identify vendors that carried similar styles, same quality, right. if not better, um, that was willing to service, uh, continue to service my business in a different co- country. Man, I tell you, I, I am impressed. I'm even more impressed now <laughs> uh, seeing what you've gone through to, to keep the business thriving. Uh, that's that's quite a bit. Um, how, how has social media aided you in all of this? Social media allowed me to keep in touch with my existing customer base, but it, allowed, right. it also allowed me to establish a new customer base as well. So it, it's sort of like, you know, it's... You know, when we, we use social media to keep in touch with our friends and families, I try to use it in the same manner to keep in touch with my customers. I will say moving overseas, I lost about 90% of my customer base because of the regulations, not being able to ship them there, merchandise in a timely manner, not being able to receive the merchandise. Um, so finally, we just had to hit pause and say, okay, we need to shut it down, figure out what we can do, and then regroup from there. So it was almost like hitting the reset button all again. It felt like I was starting my business all over all again, over having, having built this online um, e-commerce store for the past you know, three years, and it finally seemed like it was at a point where it was getting ready to peak, it was getting ready to grow even more, and then boom, we move overseas, and now I can't do any of what I plan to do. So you go back to the drawing board, you figure out what you can do, and you go on from there. Wow. So are you still in the process of this? Where Where is she swank to today? I'm still in the process of rebuilding, but we've gained a lot of momentum over the past three years. So when we got here, we closed our e-commerce store down until we could figure out the best way to get our customers their merchandise and the best way for us to receive our merchandise. But we were also given an opportunity to open up um, a brick and mortar pop-up shop on base, which is um, very hard to do here because they give first priorities to the local citizens here to occupy the space on base. Um, so we were able to secure a contract um, with our base exchange uh, for temporary space. And now we operate a seasonal pop-up shop to where our military families can come in and shop and connect with us. And we can get to, we get to connect with them. We get to, I always say we're sort of like a staple in the community where our families it, can come in and shop familiar surroundings you know they're used to shopping at target and you know their favorite children's stores in the state and we kind of bring that to the island for them now separate from the retail you also mentor and and coach uh mill spouses correct yes i do so how has that uh been you know with with the move has has that actually taken on new life with the restrictions on the retail side it has taken on new a new life it's something that i actually started this year it's one of those things where you don't really realize you're mentoring um you don't put a title on it you just do it because you love it and then one day i woke up and i thought I, I, I can share more. You know, I've had great experiences. I've had some challenges. People are always asking me, well, how do you do X, Y, and Z? Um, and I try to help them the best way that I can. How can I package this to where I'm able to help as many spouses as possible? Um, so I call myself the Mill Spouse Retail Coach, and people often come to me um, 
because they want to learn to how to do exactly what I was able to do, which was port my business from coast to coast and country to country um, and still maintain some some level of success with it. Right. That's awesome. I, I commend you on, on actually taking the steps to to begin to coach. It's a great thing to give back, a very rewarding thing to give back it in really many ways. Is. Uh, I, I do appreciate you sharing those challenges. And, you know, one of the things I, as an entrepreneur, you know, I, I look to several mentors, both online and, and actually, you know, people I interact with on a day to day. And I think both as professionals and as business owners, you know, sometimes we want to, to know, you know, that not only is a mentor successful, but they've also been in the fire, right. right? They've they've been through a lot. So I think, you know, it's a great, this, despite the challenges you've experienced with She Swank, it's only going to make you stronger, right? right? And it only aids in how you're able to help someone through different challenges that they're facing. So, right. you know, despite all that, it's, it's a great thing. And I know, you know, I'm sure you're, you're, you're going to do extremely well as a mentor. That said, you know, I'd love for you to, you know, share with the trailblazer community, you know, three reasons that she swank too is, is still tracking along, you know, what's, what would you attribute the success of this brand to over the six year window? Um, you know, because it's still, it's still alive, right? Despite the restriction, it's, (laughs) it's still alive and it's still pulling. Um, so, there is something that, you know, there are di- many things you've been able to accomplish to keep this brand going. If you had to attribute three reasons why, what would they be? Um, I would have to say transparency. I'm always upfront with my customers about um, everything, particularly our lifestyle um, as a military family. I try to include them um, in the process as much as possible. I would say consistency, consistency with not only the products that we carry, but with our message. And and I would say our why. We always communicate our why with our customers, why we do what we do. Um, And I think our customers know that, have learned that over the years. I think that's why they love us and why they keep coming back. Well, Keisha, you know, I just take a minute and acknowledge you. You've, you've succeeded at being, you know, a loving wife and mother. I have enjoyed reading all the many stories I've read about you. You're an entrepreneur that's making the sacrifice, both to, you know, on on your husband's behalf, um, allowing him to make a sacrifice for us and our and our country. So, thank you very much. You know, congratulations on becoming a, a positive role model in your community for women, for military spouses, for Black professionals and entrepreneurs. You know pretty much everywhere. Thank you for having me. So we've got a, a few more minutes mm-hmm. with you and I, I wanted to go, you know, above and beyond for a Trailblazers community and we're going to speed things up a bit um, in these last couple of minutes. Are you ready? I'm ready. All right. So give me one effective skill or technique we could add or improve on today to become better than we were yesterday. Network and build your network before you need it. What's one book you read that moved you to take action in some way? Hmm. Simon Sinek. Start with why. Love that book. Love it. Awesome book. Yes. I've met him before, too. He's an awesome guy. What's something small you've done that you're proud of? 
<laughs> wash, dry, fold, and put away laundry in the same day. <laughs> Your mommy <laughs> listeners will understand <laughs> why. Well, I'm, I'm the daddy that does laundry in my house, so yeah. I can appreciate that. <laughs> it never happens in the same day. So when I can accomplish that in the same day, I feel like a boss, I have to tell you. <laughs> Absolutely. Can a, can a future trailblazer have too many goals they're chasing at one time? I would say yes. I always advise my, my clients uh, to start small with growth in mind. Name an online resource. It could be an app, software, tool that you use every day in your business that you can't live without. My favorite app is Evernote. I use it to record everything, all of my thoughts, my list, my things to remember, um, brainstorming, everything. I cannot live without Evernote. I am right there with you. person for Evernote. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm reading Evernote right now. <laughs> and uh, a bonus question, your preferred social media network for branding your business? Um, I would have to say Facebook only because I've had the most success on Facebook. But I do have a goal this year to up my IG game. Good deal. Good deal. I love Instagram and Twitter. And I love Facebook more so now for the advertising. Yes. Um, component yes what do you wish you knew when you were younger that would have made you wiser and even more successful today i wish i would not have been so fearful to just jump and just do it you know even if i got it wrong even if it was a mistake even if it didn't pan out the way i wanted it to at least i tried it at least i did it you know um so i would i wish that i was less fearful um when i was younger don't we all yeah <laughs> And is there one truth, generally speaking, that has held constant throughout your life's journey? To always start with why. Always know why you're doing what you're doing and live that. Absolutely. Lakeisha, thank you so much. Please tell our listeners where they can learn more about you and we'll wrap up for today. All right. You can catch me on my website at LakeishaCole.com and then you can link to all of my social media pages from there. Fantastic. We'll we'll also uh, be sure to put up all the links uh, to your social and your website and some of the cool articles we've read up about you on our show notes page. Thanks again for being our guest today. And on behalf of our community, we wish you the very best for a safe delivery of baby Cole. All right. Thanks, Stephen. Have a great one. Well, that's it, guys. Thanks again for listening to this episode of the Trailblazers podcast. I hope you enjoyed Lakeisha's story. I'll post links to her website and also to She Swank too on our show notes page at tbpod.com slash episode five. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe and leave us an honest review on iTunes and Stitcher. And please follow us and hit me up on Instagram and Twitter. Our handle on either channel is at tbpod. Thanks so much for listening today. Now go make today great. Great.